Hey, welcome to number 95. Oh, we're almost there, almost to 100. Let's get it going, let the good times roll. This episode of the Scope Podcast, once again, brought to you by Scofflaw Brewing Company. They got some really cool events coming up, including their F Cancer event and a lot of other stuff. Uh, so make sure you follow them online at Scofflaw Brewing all over social media. Always super appreciative of them sponsoring this podcast. They've they've been on the journey with me and they've stuck with me and I appreciate them so much. And I appreciate you listening. As always, Torn Soul is your special guest today. This is an awesome metal band here in Atlanta. Metal does not get enough love, so that's why I've started having more of it on the podcast because I'm a huge metalhead, and Atlanta has a ton of talent here, so uh, that's why we are featuring some of the best metal bands in the city, which is crazy because like, if you listen to them singing, uh, especially on the song Blood Oath, these guys are in high school, high schoolers, and they're making great music like this. This is the second high school band in a row I've had on. Previous one was the one before this, Student Driver. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm getting into, you know, high school bands. It's kind of weird. But then I get to know these people and they're 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 mature. They know so much about music. And let me tell you, they're way more mature at 18 years old than I ever was at that age. And there's there's just so much talent with them, and it's really cool getting to know them. And I had a great episode with Torrent Soul. We talked for quite a while and I definitely want to have these guys back on because they're awesome. They're really going places and they're smart about music. You know, they're not just a bunch of, you know, high schoolers that, oh, let's just fucking party and, you know, do whatever we want. No, they're smart about the business of music. So I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Let's go ahead and get into it. Episode number 95 of the Scoat Podcast featuring Torn Soul starts now. Step into my world. I'm psyched. Let's go. Now you're turning into the Scoat So you're still in high school. Yes. Are both of y'all still in high school? Yeah. Where where do y'all go to high school? I go to West Forsyth, and he goes to a night school. Yeah. So. A night school. Yeah. I had to drop out of West because I my grades were garbage, so I had to transfer to a charter school. And Jake, why weren't your grades doing good? <laughs> well, too much rock and roll, not enough on the books. Yeah, that's about right. I was busy. We were playing a lot of shows, and I prioritized what we were doing over that because I'm. Not a bright person. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. Don't come <laughs> in this studio and saying you're not bright and downing no, yourself just, like that. that. But that wasn't smart. That was not smart. That <sighs> made me That made me have to leave the school. No, yeah. you, you, you have parents, right? Yeah. Oh, Todd, you're his dad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I was really about to say, I was about to say, how do your parents still let you play in a band? Yeah. Oh, gosh, you're screwed, man. <laughs> yeah, no. Why do you let him play in a band? Man, I wish uh, he had a mic. None of that's going to make the interview. I'm sorry. But yeah. You don't have a mic. <laughs> so none of it got picked up. But, you know, that's really cool. 
Yeah. Uh, Todd, that's awesome. You got a good dad. I do. I got a great My dad. gosh. My dad was like, you're going to college, you're getting an education, <laughs> you're getting a fucking degree, and that's final. Which, I mean, I'm glad uh, I, I went to college and got a degree. I will always, I'm, I'm for whoever wants to do, like, do you all the way, but me personally, always a fan of having a degree. But, um, you know, hey, when you're a rock star, you can say, fuck you, Jackson, you know, so <laughs> whatever. That's cool. All right, so y'all have the second band in a row. You're mm. smiling. All right, we're off to a good start. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Mr. Todd, yeah, this is for you, you sir. Thank you, sir. That is a Scofflaw Hooligan IPA. Of course. I'm sorry I didn't bring any uh, fruit juice for you fellas. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. I, only, I only drink foot by the, the fruit. What is it? Fruit by the foot? Yeah. That's not even a drink. I wish you would have said I only drink blood. <laughs> I don't drink. None of us drink, really, except for Scott, because he's about to be 21. So Who's Scott? Scott's our guitar player. Ah, so, yeah. yeah, he's not yeah. here. But And you play guitar. I play guitar. And are you the singer? Yeah. Uh, you look like a singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. yeah. It's a little bitch. No, I mean that because you're a nice looking man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Get the looks from old Pop over there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hoo, 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 hoo. So that's cool. Um, when did y'all soul? No, all right. Sorry. I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a talker because I love the Atlanta music scene. That's yeah. why I do this. Yeah. Uh, and I have a very soft spot in my heart for metal. Oh yeah, I am a metal fan. You should play more of it on the radio station. I you should get them to play more because I okay. This is one thing. So I keep hearing these sponsored by Rock One Hundred Point Five Slipknot, but I don't ever hear Slipknot on the radio, man. See, when I was the overnight guy, mm. so now I'm the seven to midnight host. But when I was the overnight guy, I had a segment at three a.m. called Jackson's Load, mm-hmm. and it's where I it was a double entendre. You know, obviously it comes to your mind, but it was imaged as me loading in new rock. I would play all the brand new and classic Slipknot. I would play. Yeah, I heard it. I, I there were some nights that I'd be out later, like either coming home from shows, and I'd hear some of your stuff on there. That's yeah. why I liked I liked talking to you because I thought it was cool. You were the only one who really played like the heavier stuff on there, dude. So. If I, I mean, and unfortunately, you know, uh, I don't like to talk too much about Rock One Hundred Point Five on here because it's mm-hmm. kind of a separate thing. Yeah. But you know, radio is all corporate and it's all political it's all politics as you know mm. Todd will you know 100% no it's just you know it's what the meter holders want to hear it's not necessarily what you want to hear it's just yeah it's like I would love to play nothing but screamo or like yeah. you know like what torn soul is you know the yeah but about maybe three percent of Atlanta wants to hear that our listeners so mm. yeah so when did y'all start torn soul um April of 2017 no it was it was Oh, 2018. It's 2018, not 2017. Yeah, yeah, he's dumb. Um, but yeah, it was April 2018 with our drummer Chance and our old guitar player Ryan. They started the band, and um, since then, it's really the way it is now. It's probably been about a year now. Was it when did we this new lineup and how we're doing things? May, May, is when we May of 2019. 19. So. Jake, you're really going to need to up your volume on your because your mic. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're a singer. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, it's probably been as this current lineup about a year. Uh, but it started back then in 2018, early 2018, and we were playing crappy shows. We sounded like crap, you know. I, I should have brought our old EP in for you to listen yeah. to. It's bad, man. But Dude. recorded that with four microphones, whole band. 
My favorite. I love the song. What is it? Blood Oath or Blood? Blood, Oath. Yeah. Blood Oath. Oh, that is a great song. Wait, so you're doing the vocals on that? Yeah. You do not look like a yeah, guy. No, that's what wow. Everybody, that's what everybody's told me whenever I record anywhere. It's just, how? Where do you? How? Yeah. You? How does that come out of that? Because mm. I do like mean lows and stuff live. Huh. So people, when they see me, just I. What? How did you discover you could do that? Uh, just listening to older some bands that I like, some older like uh, of Mice and Men. Tooth bands like that, like yeah. metalcore bands, and then I got into that heavier side, and that's when I started going and trying different techniques and whatever. Now, have you ever woken dad up with that singing? Like, you know, yeah. just gone in there and go, <laughs> Yeah, learning how to do it and practicing. I've made my mom mad, yeah, at like 10 p.m. I'm just, <laughs> and she walks Oh my in. gosh, oh wow, she oh, just, she just walks in, like, What do you stop? What are you doing? <laughs> it's more like 3 a.m., dude, because I, I call him in the middle of the night. We're writing a song, and he'll just be screaming while his parents are asleep. And I'm like, all right, that's... Wait, can you do that again, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. My, oh, I'm tingling. I'm tingling. <laughs> Serenade me to sleep with that, please. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. yeah. And you got your... It's a damn shame you're not going to college. You've got a really soft face. you got great hair. You get laid a lot. You a little twink. Well, we're, we're still working on <laughs> It might be a technical school, but no. hey, 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 hey. You know, I went to Georgia State, and uh, whew, women there are hot. <laughs> and then uh, I had to do a lot of dating before I found my now girlfriend, who is way out of my league. But, oh, yeah, uh, I hear you talk about that all the time on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. No, this yeah. is my girlfriend. She's out of my league. That's what I say to, about my girlfriend all the time, though. My so. out of my league. Oh, man, yeah, she is. She's uh. She makes me a better man, but I know how hot she is. So I'm like, every time she says she's going out with friends, I'm like, she's gonna have at least six guys hit on her, buy, try to buy her a drink. But, you know? Yeah, I feel that too. She's, every day mm. she texts me like, dude, some like, she's she's like 17 and she talks about like 30 year old dudes oh. hitting on her because she works at like a Kroger, and just people all the time come in her line and just to talk to her. And it's yeah, weird. it's weird. I don't like it. I don't have to worry about that because my girlfriend's. Like always in her room whenever we're not hanging out, so it's fun. Yeah, it's I had my, I almost had my moment yesterday where because Asia will be like, "Oh, Jackson, I'm sure girls hit on you all the time," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, no." So yesterday, I, I was, it was, I was thanking God two, two mornings ago. I got a text that said, "Hey, just wanted to say I've been watching you on the Scope podcast, and I don't usually do this, but I would love to grab a drink with you sometime." And I read this. Uh, I woke up before Asia, and I run to the room. Asia, Asia, Asia! I got a text. I got a text. Woman hitting on me. Woman hitting on me. And she gets pissed, right? Like oh, jealous. Man. And she memorizes the number and calls it, and no one answered. I'm like, here it is. Here it is. I got it. I got it. And then they, I didn't respond. And they're like, you're not going to respond to your secret admirer. That's kind of rude. And I'm just throwing this in Asia's face by now, right? Like <laughs> at this point, I'm just like, babe, look at this. And then it was my best friend screwing with me. Oh, I'm <laughs> from a he, from a new number he just got that day. That's funny. I was I was I was crying because so I was funny, like man. it almost it almost happened. I almost had my moment to where it make her jealous. Of course, I'm not a jealous guy by any stretch of the imagination. I'm a very big trusting guy. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, sorry, that was my exciting moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just still thinking of you're screaming, <laughs> and uh, my erection finally went down. <laughs> so. How did y'all get uh, started in music? We'll start with you, Donnie. Shit. Um, is your real name Donnie or is yeah. it Donald? Um, my full name is Donnie Charles Payne the Third. It's not shortened for Donald. No. Oh wow. Donnie Payne. Progressive parents. Yeah. Donnie. Yeah, I'm the third, so I don't know. I don't know why. It's just Donnie. That's. 
how it is. Hey, it's just Donnie. Yeah, it's just Fucking Donnie. Everybody Donnie. asks me that. Is it, is it short for Donald? I'm like, no. It's just Donnie. Your name so. is like a stage name. Yeah, I know. Donnie <laughs> Payne. Pretty it's, cool. Uh, I wish I had a cool ass name. Mine's just, mine have like a Jake super, Phillips. Yeah, Jake Todd Phillips is the full name. Hey, at Jake least you're, you're kind of the director of the new Joker movie, Todd Phillips. Right, yeah, that sounds pretty funny for uh, a, a death. What do y'all, y'all classify yourselves as metal or death metal? We just call it metal because yeah. there's so many different subgenres in metal that we don't even want to get into. Yeah, there's and trigger so people, many subgenres. So. This guy gets on the stage. We'd like to welcome from Torn Soul, Jake Todd Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's such a such a metal name it is. Yeah. We just we just go in there and start. We don't introduce ourselves like we used to back in when oh. we were playing at our local. His record shop thing. So, where are y'all from? We're from Cumming, Georgia. Can never live in Cumming. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, you, I know, you got to imagine somebody that came up with that name. Like, yeah. when was Cumming invented? <laughs> it's pretty yeah. funny. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I wear it on my sleeves. I'm from Cumming, Georgia, guys. It's, it's great. It's so funny. A lot of older people I meet that are from there, they'll be like, I'm from Cummings. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. not Cummings. It's yeah. Not what it is, yeah. Someone's like, I'm just going to fuck with everyone for the rest of the time by naming it Cumming. Yeah. It's great, yeah. man. It's, it was the dude's name. His, his last name, name was Cummings, like but they named Cumming it Cummings. Yeah. His last name was Cummings, but they took the S off and made it Cumming, Georgia. That's I don't know why. Funny. Have you seen like the big water tower that just says Cumming on it? <laughs> no. There's like a there's like a there's like a hundred foot water tower that just on the side just Welcome to Cumming. This is Cumming. Yeah. <laughs> so do y'all have y'all ever played high school still have talent shows, I'm assuming, right? No. Do they not? I've tried to set up I'm in uh the video audio class <clears throat> at my school. I've tried to set them up. It just never happens. They don't care about that kind of stuff. It's all about DECA and marketing class. Yeah. DECA? Yeah, DECA. It's like, it's, what, is, what does DECA stand for? I don't know. It's, it's a marketing thing. Like, so, like, school store, and they go compete. It's, it's DECA, football, and theater, which I love theater, and the band gets a lot at our school, too. He used to be in band. Yeah. So, I'll tell you real quick. I emailed the principal. Can I? Yeah. Hey, what's up, yo? This is so, Todd, uh, Jake's father. I helped manage Torn Soul, too. So I, I actually emailed the principal and all the administrators at their high schools, letting them know what these kids did because they also did a um, what you, they did a, a show back in January for the homeless, feeding the homeless. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a simple response of, you know, thanks for letting us know. Nothing <laughs> like, you know, there's such a heavy demand on sports and other shit in our area that music especially like metal music is just totally glanced over. Like they, mm. they don't want anything to do with these fucking guys, these kids. They're like, yeah, thanks. Thanks for letting us know. I emailed them. I'm never open enough for, for, um, soul fly yeah. fucking gold. Don't nothing. I mean, they get no recognition. I mean, wow. we, other than people like you. So we really appreciate you, you know, inviting us down here. That's what I'm here for, man. I'm Atlanta's resident rock ambassador. I got you. No, yeah, but and metal is definitely like, you know, the rock scene here in Atlanta is huge. And, I know a lot of the rock bands with the metal scene, there are a lot of great metal bands here, mm-hmm. but one, not all the venues welcome metal, yeah, and it just doesn't get the the spotlight it needs because it's seen as angry and revolting mm-hmm. and rebel rebellious. It's actually pretty cool for us though because we're we're actually like the youngest metal band around here, and so every show we've played with other metal bands, they've really taken us in, they've really liked it, and so that's how we get people to come out to our shows. Like when we play in Atlanta, we bring like. 50 people each show. It just depends. Uh, we actually went down to Savannah. That's That was our best show. We played in Savannah at a place called The Sentient Bean with just some local bands down there. But it was a packed house. Like, that place is a little coffee shop 
that maybe holds 90 people. It, it had like 120 or more people in there. It was crazy. So, so why bring Todd on as the manager, as a parent? Because, you know. Don't par- know when it gives a shit. Yeah. Well, Good answer. He's the I only, like he guy. has the time and I he, like he guy. likes business, you know. So it's, it was kind of like, it was really for a little while. I'm really interested in the business side of things. That's why I reached out to you a while ago and all this stuff. But um, it me and Todd kind of work together with like the business aspect part of things, like with the social medias and <coughs> reaching out to venues and people like you, you know. And he's just he's just good at it because he's worked with so many different businesses. And that's something that so many bands in Atlanta that are talented, they are good. That's what they glance over the business aspect of. This it's not just all about sex, drugs, rock and roll. Go to a Smithsville bar, or Star Bar one night, play your ass off, and that's it. And you know it's a, it's a business if you want to be successful at it. And that's a lot of a lot of bands don't think about that. So that's really smart that y'all have an influence like Todd. Same with the Warsaw Clinic here in Atlanta. Great band. Uh, their dad, one of the members' dads, also got them into music and has been with them from the from the start. So yeah, you know having that kind of you know cool father figure like mm-hmm. that to you know, help you, guide you along. You know, it's really important. Yeah, he, he pretty much like makes sure we don't get screwed over in the yeah. long run for yeah. things. That's how it has to be. There's um, what, Street Smart or is it? Yeah, Street Smart is a, a, a dying facet in the world. And because these kids never used an atlas growing up. To, to uh, drive to a vacation or to another state. They never uh, nah. lived without a cell phone. They... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm, I'm uh, in my early 30s, so I'm in the tail end of like your generation type, like you know where we did grow up without that kind of stuff, and you know, being street smart and knowing how to navigate is just something that's been lost with the rise of technology and having a constant phone on you. And so I'm not trying to you know, you know, talk to you guys like you're too young. Oh, but that's no. just you know, it's something that y'all have. I get it. A dude. good I, teacher I, for. I hate my phone though. I am not all about that kind of stuff. Like, I, I'd rather have street smarts than phone. This guy can't go anywhere without a GPS, but... He gets mad at me for not answering. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't answer. I I call... The only time I call Jake I is if it's important. No, if it's important. So do y'all know Student Driver? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. So they were the ones on before y'all, mm-hmm. and they were also in high school. I'm I'm becoming the high school band podcast now. Yeah. yeah. They were like, you should come to one of our house shows, and I'm like... What's that going to look like, you know, with a bunch of high schoolers and then me showing up? <laughs> uh, we played at one of their house shows a while ago. Are they ago. cool? Uh, I mean, the one we played at, cops got called halfway through our set and then yeah. it had to get shut down. But it was all right, you know. It was just really small. And the guy that was at the door um, ran away with the money when the cops showed up because he had, like, probation or something. <laughs> oh, it was roll. weird, man. But um, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. But, yeah, we, we used to play back when we were playing, like, local shows around coming and their house show. Have y'all played The Masquerade? We're about to play The Masquerade next weekend, and we're about to play with Soulfly and Toxic Holocaust in March. How'd you get uh, hooked up on that gig? Uh, they emailed us about it. Yeah. I, I've been talking to them, and then they finally were like, hey, come play this show. So We're doing, like, a Battle of Bands next weekend for a spot on Wacken, the Wacken uh, Music Festival. In, in Germany. Yeah, in Sold Germany. out with Slipknot, Judas Priest, and all this shit. Man. Yeah, it's twelve dollars a ticket for that show at the. It's at Purgatory on Sunday, yeah. next Sunday, so a week from today. And if we win that, we go to Florida for semifinals. If we win the Florida one, we go to Cal. Wait, 
Yeah, California for finals, and then we win California. They send us to Germany to play Wacken. So I've interviewed Richie Faulkner and uh, Rob Halford, and oh, I love that. Oh, shit, awesome. yeah. yeah. I think Judas Priest is going to do that. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, and where you're sitting, Donnie, uh, I'm, a lot of the interviews I do for the radio station are over the phone, but uh, I've had a few really good ones in person. So where you're sitting, Rico Kasich before he died. Oh, shit. Um, Rick Allen and Phil Collins from Def Leppard. That's cool. Yeah, so that's, that's so cool. That's one of my favorite parts is uh, uh, getting to do interviews with mm-hmm. the big bands that have been around a long time. But and that's one of the coolest things about interviewing, you know, up and coming bands that are getting started here in the local scene. Not a lot. People always come to me and they go, "Well, no one really cares about local music." I go, "It's because it's it's become a lost art. People started d- diving away from, it and then mm-hmm. it would got no attention. There's so many good bands here in the city that gig all the time. I always say." Any given night on the week or weekend here in Atlanta, you can go see a local concert, yeah. and it's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. And it's a much less of a ticket than going to State Farm Arena or you know Tabernacle or somewhere like that. And yeah. there's just some shit you'd never expect because all those big bands started out in someone's fucking garage. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they started playing bars on local shows, and then they they got a hit or they blew up. They had a good album. They played with a bigger band. Uh, they played Ozfest. You yeah, know? they some of them got. Lucky, and that's, or, are just good. You can find that in local bands. You know what I mean? Oh, one hundred percent. Like uh, when I was interviewing Bron Daler from Mastodon, uh, he was talking about the same thing. Like you know, because they came from Atlanta, and yeah. he, he played the Star Bar and all that. And uh, there's just a ton of talent here, and that's what I love. I keep, I swear, so many new bands keep coming out and just keep coming out. Where I started it three years ago, I felt like I knew most of the bands, <laughs> and now it's just like. Oh yeah, it's like, very oversaturated right now. At least there's there's like, I mean, there's probably a concert tonight. There's a concert like every mm-hmm. night in Atlanta, and the thing is between um, the way I think about it is there's a lot of local bands, but <coughs> the way we're doing this band, like right now, we've been a band for about two years, you know, mm-hmm. and I think about it as we want to. I, I keep my mind on the big picture and want to get past it. Like I love the local scene. And I love our fans that come here, but I mean, I'm not going to college. I'm I'm gonna be in this band until till I die, I guess. Because like, even if Jake was like, "Oh, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore." I mean, I've got it tatted on my arm. I'm I'm gonna keep doing it, you know. So I've got to find a way to make it work, and that's my goal is to get it, to keep doing it. I'm not gonna stop, and I'm sure he feels the same way, you know. Like it's just. There's there's a local scene and there's plenty of bands that've been in the local scene for like ten years, but we're we're our goal is to make it out and still have the love because I want to bring it, I want to be able to get big and then bring our friends that are in local bands and bring them up with us because we we don't get that recognition like our fan like our friends or um bands that we like that are bigger than us don't be like they won't be like hey come come on our tour with us or something you know so I want to do that personally and yeah. make it a bigger music thing in general because there hasn't been a new like era of music <laughs> since the 90s that has been good for metal you know yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. the last big wave for metal was like 2010 and that was like metalcore and deathcore and everything but none of those bands have really risen to be like legends mm-hmm. like with Slipknot and Korn and yeah uh uh what is it any oh any. I've seen Linkin Park and like those types of bands uh but I think it's I think it's due, you know what I mean? Because metal is gonna die if those are, if there's no like new legends and new bands, a new wave, you know what I mean? 
Well, I think it's very much like Seattle in the 90s. If one band really breaks through, it shines a light and, you know, puts more focus on other bands here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that band came out of Atlanta. Let's see what uh, let's see what else is there. And you're right. There hasn't been much of a, you know, typical genre type that you could point on, like you said, in the 90s, since the 90s, to be like, oh, that's the big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just what you alluded to earlier, just all those subgenres. that's a mashup of yeah. rock and a mashup of metal. I mean, think about a lot of the bigger rock bands right now. Uh, you got the Glorious Sons, you got Bad Flower, you got the Who, H-U, that Mongolian mm. rock band that we're playing on rock. And, uh, you know, it's just a matchup of different sounds and different genres that not, sound nothing alike. Yeah. But whereas in the 90s, you had your grunge, and then in the early 2000s, Pearl your Jam new, and yeah, Soundgarden and all those great bands. Yeah. Man. And it was all like the same style of music, but it's so different in It was the same way. style, but they all brought their own uniqueness yeah. to the sound. And that's what I feel like made that generation of music, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we've got friends in bands. I've We've played with a bunch of bands, but some that stick out to me are our friends in, like, Yosemite and Black. Um, <clears throat> I'm hoping that we can do shows, more shows with them, which we are planning to, but um, I want to bring them up with us. If we can make it, I want to bring them up with us and have this new sound, you know? Like, 2020 sound of metal and live on to be however... I'll do this forever. I don't care. So what goes into your songwriting process? Uh, do you want to talk? Uh, I mean, I guess uh, I start with guitar. We start with guitar most of the time. Like, for we'll take Blood Oath. You want to use Blood Oath as an example? Yeah, it was like cool riff idea. Uh, that sort of goes into a blender. Uh, we sit on a song or sit on a riff for a while until everyone's, you know, cool with it and likes it. And then we start adding a bunch of... Everyone adds their own like element to it. So like our bassist Brody is very much a tech death fan. He likes bands like Arch Spires, uh, Spawn of Possession, bands like that. So he incorporates some of his playing into that band. And um, it's like it's like each song we have is a mashup of what we all like and enjoy. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, like Jake was saying, our bass player Brody, um, he's very intricate. So we're actually—I'd say we were pretty bass. Jeez, uh, a pretty bass heavy band as far as like not like muddy bass, but technicality. technicality. Yeah. So like in Blood Oath, the way it was recorded isn't the way it's played now, which we are re-recording it uh, because we're recording for our album right now, and um, so. Blood Oath was actually an impulse thing. Like, we needed music out. Our stuff was, it was right after our ex-guitar player had left. We got new one in. Our sound was changing, like, really quickly. So Blood Oath was written, and it, we've been sitting on it for a little while, and it was written, recorded, and released within a month. Wow. And so... Scott joined two weeks yeah. later just so we were recording the song in Savannah. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, Scott just joined and started recording in Savannah with us at our guy, Brian Ireland. Uh, he we recorded with him for those first two singles, and he's actually mixing our album that we're recording right now. But um, so I mean, it's it's like Jake was saying, it's a mashup. We don't really take in inspiration from a certain band to release our music to. It's more like Brody likes this kind of music, or Chance likes this kind of music, you know. And we just kind of all put it together and make a song. And I that's what I'm really excited for our next song that we just recorded. It's called Detest. And I detest? can actually, yeah, detest. I can actually show you a sneak peek of that Look, after. I would love that. 
Yeah, so um, fuck all you people listening. Yeah. I'm gonna get the exclusive <laughs> no. access. So I, we can show you that we're actually taking a different approach. We recorded pretty much in a live room situation. So it was like me and Chance played the song all the way through a few times, and then we got it to where the drums sounded good. Then we we mic'd up the way we recorded Blood Oath and Misguided was um, it was sampled drums. So we recorded basic drums, and then our guy kind of programmed drums over it. And then we plugged into like a Kemper and it was just easy, quick, you know, we did it in a weekend, but we don't want to do that because we, that, that's exactly what makes us sound like every other band. They, every band right now, like modern metal band does that same thing. Kemper samples release, you know? Mm -hmm. So we wanted to record our amps, our drums and get the actual feel of the band. Guys are so mature for your age. My gosh, it's really intimidating, (laughs) man. Really got it together. Y'all had some. Y'all had great upbringings. Good job, Todd. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Give him a standing O. Give him a standing O. Good parenting. <laughs> now, I will tell you one thing that's really neat about the drum like, play to a click. That's kind of huh. what we're about. Well, not many bands in this band do that. They always no. stress. Well, many bands play to a click, right, but, many, but, yeah, but, but like, and, yeah. the, way, the way it's done most of the time is a lot of bands just sample their drums, you know, and get other... Do you, are you familiar with, like, drum samples, like, what they are? Okay, so drum samples are pretty much... Like, like program drums. It's like, it's a mic'd up recording of somebody else's drum hit that's been heavily, like, messed with an EQ and everything. And so it's not actually that drummer. On most of these modern rock and metal songs you hear, it's not that drummer <coughs> playing because it's a sample. And it gives a different feel when you... When you play in a live room and you listen to the recording, and especially if you're listening to some good, like in a car or something, good headphones or whatever, it gives a different feel to that music. You can hear that band playing it, you know? And that's why, um, like, a lot of, a lot, of, for instance, Slipknot does that for most of their albums. That's why Slipknot is so unique and aggressive in a way because it's them playing. It's not like, um, just any, you know, like any basic band in a subgenre you hear, it sounds the same because it's just all whatever they want to do, you know, like that template. Not a fan of that. So, so what do you say to people that uh, don't understand metal because of the lyrics? They're like, why would you listen to it? You can't understand what they're saying. Uh, that's on me, dude. That's on me. Uh, you know, it's not our job to let you understand it. If it's it's a hard to listen to, you know, like side of music so it's one of those things where you either love it or you hate it um but if you can't enjoy like i understand if you don't like screaming vocals you know what i mean but it's like with certain bands if you have the lyrics up with you and read along to what you think they're saying it really helps a lot like like the band archspire or even some like uh slipknot songs like disaster piece if you read it along with the song it really brings a new meaning to and a uh, thing is, I, I, that's, you're talking about reading. So I, we were actually talking about this the other, was it me and you or me and Brody talking about it? Or no, were you in the car when we went to Taco Bell after practice? No. No, you left. Okay, so me, Scott, and Brody were going to Taco Bell after practice. There's a, we go to Taco Bell after practice and disband all the time. It's like a meme, I guess. We're disband. like, yeah, he's like, Scott's like, all right, we're leaving the band. Every time we go to Taco Bell, he says that. But um, we were going to Taco Bell and... um. We were talking about that. I was like, we are just listening to death metal, and I asked them, I was like, honestly, if you guys are listening to death metal, do you know anything he's saying or anything any of those vocalists are saying? And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, I don't either. I'm not a, I'm not, I like death metal, 
But for me and Jake, I think Jake has changed to where you can understand his lyrics more. I and try. that's what we try and, yeah, we try and do that. I try to make it legible for those people. Because if I can, if you can understand what I'm saying, that immediately reaches out to a, a wider audience. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that's good. That's what we want. Yeah. We want it. I want it a way where it's either you, you love us or you fucking despise our band. Yeah. You know, that, that's how I, that's how I want Torrance. That's how a lot of people are too. Yeah. At our that's school. how we are right now. It's and, like my favorite, um, death metal type song that you can't understand is oh father oh satan oh son by behemoth yeah oh, we Dude. saw that we saw him play i that. fucking love behemoth man oh. we've seen him i've seen him twice but we just saw him at the not fast road show <coughs> yeah when they came don't know if you can tell we're all big fans of slipknot and yeah. <laughs> i love slipknot yeah it's favorite band i that slipknot was my first concert of all time like before anything, I saw Slipknot, Motionless and White, Bullet from My Valentine, and Lamb of God. First concert in 2015. It's a weird lineup. I was at that concert you at were? Lakewood. Yeah. Yeah, I was at that concert. That's cool. I was with my ex fiance, and uh, I got super drunk. Shirt came off, and I'm like doing the air guitar and devil horns in the air. That's awesome. Where, where were you in seats or were you in the. I was pit? in the seats. You're in the, what side? I was in left. I was on the right. I was on left top. Yeah, yeah. So, or at least from the stage, it would be right, but from looking yeah. at the stage, left top. But yeah, that I was in eighth grade, seventh grade. Seriously, like yeah. Dude, my first concert was, was a in twenty fifteen. Concert, you lucky. Oh man, that was a great concert. Though. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Slipknot. I will see them three times when they come back. So my second time seeing them when they come back. Oh. So would you say Slipknot's what got you into the type of music you're in now? Actually, no. Yeah, not for me. I I mean, they're my favorite band of all time. But what got me into <laughs> music as a whole was Green Day. And then, yeah. I mean, I love Green Day. I hate their new album, not gonna lie. It's just... You know, like, oh, yeah. Nah, oh, yeah. It's, it's weird. I mean, it's not bad, but it's just not Green Day, you know? Yeah. But whatever they do, they can do whatever they want to. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But um, honestly, for metal, there's a band called Motionless and White and Bullet love for My Motion. Valentine. that I, I've seen Motionless like six times. Wow. Yeah. I've seen them I think, twice. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Uh, my dad would play like um, <coughs> old Bon Jovi records and Black Sabbath, and I guess that's what got me into that's what that, that's what even got me in the metal was the Black Sabbath side of things. And oh, one of the greatest bands of all time. I love Black Sabbath yeah. Yeah. and Ozzy. <clears throat> yeah, I love hearing Todd talk, but when I go back and post, I got to delete all this because none <laughs> yeah. of the mic hasn't picked up anything he said. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but um, what do you think of Under the Graveyard? Under the wait, Under the Ozzy's new Ozzy's one? new song. Um, I, I like it a lot. I, I haven't heard it. You it, haven't it, heard it? It's on the post radio. Malone's all the time. producer. Yeah, I, like I mean, the song you did post that that I digress. Though. No, I I like <laughs> I like Ozzy's new song a lot. It's I I think it works. You know, I mean, I hate that he has Parkinson's disease. He I doesn't mean, give a shit though. He's he might have there. to he might have to cancel coming to Atlanta. In he's done that once before. Yeah. So but I really want to see Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I want to see Marilyn. My girlfriend saw uh, Marilyn. The one Slipknot concert I didn't go to. It was Slipknot Marilyn Manson. She went to that. So <laughs> Marilyn's <laughs> opening for him when he comes yeah. through here. I would like to see Marilyn Manson. He's a, I like, I like theatrical concerts and everything. I think he does it one of the best, or he's one of the best to do it. I think seeing him would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but what did you think about, what was it, the Grammys that he performed with Post Malone and that other rapper? I didn't see that. I don't watch TV, man. I mean, he had like 15 seconds really? that he uh, actually sang on that song. And it's like, it's Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. You got Post Malone and the other rapper, I think it was Offset. 
just like up there at the front, and Ozzy's sitting down the entire time, and then stands up for 15 seconds, belches out a couple of lines, and sits back down. Whatever's popular, man. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. It's you know. a shame, though. I know it does. It sucks, especially for legends like him. But I mean, like, I got a lot of respect for Post Malone, though. He came up in like 2016, and he's the sixth most listened to artist on Spotify as yeah. of now. Like that guy, and he, you know, he's got a metal background. Like he loves metal music, <coughs> he so he's doing. Yeah, he's doing a lot. To try and bring that back, but also it brings a bunch of annoying people. But that you Bud know. Light commercial he did was so funny. Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl. pretzels. Yeah, and he's like moving around. They're throwing <laughs> him around the gas station. Yeah, and then um, like we're putting on uh, what was it? April tenth, Five Finger Death Punch, Papa Roach, and I Prevail. Mm-hmm. An oh, infinite. I prevail. Oh, they're so great. They love love I Prevail. Their album Trauma. Is, yeah, the new album. It is great. Like I love almost every track on that album, especially Bow Down. Bow yeah. Down is such a good track. It's so gasoline. Okay, I can Okay. <laughs> no, I 100 percent because I heard it and it's like I mean, it's just a great it's a, a greatly greatly is not a word. A great written song. Yeah, I all of the songs on there are so good, but I I like the the half metal sound and half like the they kind of do like a sad rap type thing on the yeah, album. Yeah, isn't I prevail that hurricane song that yeah. I've been here? Okay. Yeah, I love. I don't listen to. I and then I love Bad Wolves too. Bad Wolves. That's see, I've he- heard them a lot on the radio too. <coughs> I don't know what their song. Is. He sounds like. Um, I think I've ever heard of Bad Wolves. He's, he's like, it's a super group. It's a super group type from a bunch of different bands. I interviewed their singer last year, Tommy Vex, and they're awesome. Like if you want to get like really introduced to Bad Wolves, listen to their album Disobey. Okay, and it is awesome. A lot of bands are writing um, songs these days about issues in the world. So like whether it's suicide or mental health, yeah. a lot of bands are writing. Yeah, songs I've heard like that, that a lot lately. Yeah. The Glorious just... Sons, they're writing that. Bad Flower, Bad Wolves writes a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good though. <laughs> yeah, you know, bringing attention to things like that. That's good. It, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's, it's a nice aspect to, you know, everyone listens to music. People listen to music all the time. You know, I don't think a day goes by where I'm not listening to, oh, yeah. you know, a ton of music. So to use it to bring awareness to things, it's like Godsmack wrote Under Your Scars, you know. But they yeah, have a, Under your scars. And <laughs> Soli, it sounds like, <laughs> And Soli Erna started the Scars Foundation that raises awareness for mental health issues and all that. So mm-hmm. I think that's a cool aspect of rock yeah. that, you know, it's bringing to the table. It's really catchy because I don't listen to them, <laughs> and I know I know most of the lyrics because whenever I hear them on the radio, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, yeah, I get, I like that. That's pretty cool. But I listen to mainly, like, I listen to a lot of 90s music. Not mm-hmm. going to lie. That's, like, all I listen to. Like, whether it be grunge or 90s metal and rock. And, and I always say a great band, they write songs and play songs that, take influences from things that aren't in their genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so what, what name some bands that you would take influence from that aren't metal? Pearl Jam. Okay. Immediately. Yeah. And what aspect? I just, I'm, I love Eddie Vedder's voice and his, the way he writes things. So I honestly, you've probably seen it in some of my lyric writing, especially for the song we scrapped five. Yeah. Like it's, it's got a very deep, like, um, how was the word I'm looking for? It's got a, we- it's a weird story the way I write things. It's very um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I just write. I just write like a weird story. Very poetic is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Poetic metal. Yeah, poetic yeah. metal. Yeah. But no, I like Pearl Jam. Um, uh, I think there's a band called Swain that's like a Netherlands kind of like 
post grunge band. Oh, you mean Volbeat? No, you. I mean love Volbeat. You love Volbeat. Of course, you love yeah, Volbeat. We saw them too. <laughs> what does that mean, Johnny? What does that mean? I come across the table no, right now. <coughs> yeah, you're glad these computer screens are blocking me. No, I'm no, actually, I forgot to tell you, Torn Soul's inspirations are Volbeat, Steel Panther, and Sabaton. <laughs> so, Bob. Bob. main inspirations, by the way. Yeah, but stuff outside of our genre for me would be like bands like Swain. Uh, I want to say bit like of mice because like we're not anything like yeah core bands, but I do like metalcore bands. I take a bit from I Prevail because I love their mm. their screamer and uh, you know stuff like that. I listen to bands with screaming because I like I like to hear how different people do it, mm-hmm. and I try to take a bit of everything I hear. You know what? Uh, I love Devil Driver. Yeah. Screaming. Didn't you, didn't you do like a sale cover <clears throat> a while yeah. back? Oh, yeah. I, I heard that. I love it. It was good. That was funny. I love that. I love listening to different, I love, like you said, like analyzing different screams in bands. Mm-hmm. Like, I prevail the way they, they, like they, they throw it in to some songs, like I'm Bow Down. It's beautiful. Bow <laughs> Down. He's, oh, they're so good. I need to figure out what he's doing because it's, yeah. It hits so hard when he does it. Right, for me, like, my favorite, I'd probably say my favorite band of all time, and I'm a huge metal fan all the way, is Jethro Tull, though. I've never, yeah, I've yeah. never heard of them. Yeah, uh, you, don't, you don't know who Jethro Tull is? No. Oh, my gosh, I'm get the sorry, fuck man. out of my <laughs> sorry, studio. Man. I don't either. Are you serious? You don't know who Jethro Tull is? That is through, <laughs> Todd, that is through a huge kink in the interview, man. <laughs> Steely no, Dan. Like, Ste- yeah, I know him. I know, I know that name. Well, it's not a him; it's a I band. Know. I know the name. I know, I know, I messed up. That's why Ooh. I said him. Iron Butterfly. Iron I've Butterfly. I've that. never heard of them. I've heard that. Um, Steppenwolf. I have not nope. heard that. Never heard of them. Never heard Magic Carpet Ride. I think I've heard of that. From Sing it. Born to Be Wild. Yeah. Oh well, Born yeah. To be wild. Right. Born to Be Wild. I, I know the song, but I don't know the the band. Yeah, I know. I know. I know the songs, man. Jethro Tull. Oh, my gosh. Come on, man. Um, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. It's a great band. You should listen to it. It's really good music. But the way I got introduced into music, uh, my dad won, is we used to play a game. Like, we'd listen to 70s, uh, late 60s and early 70s rock on the on X, on Sirius XM, like classic vinyl. And we'd have a game, who can name it? Like, who can mm-hmm. name the most, most bands? But my mother was the personal secretary for Capricorn Records and the Marshall Tucker Band and the Allman Brothers Band in the 70s. Damn. Like, their personal secretary, so that's how I got uh, involved in that. And uh, But when I, what really got me into hard rock and metal was Mudvayne. Oh. Mudvayne? Yeah. Dum, bing, yeah, bing, bing, bing. And Cultivate dude, song. Dude, dig is so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want y'all to go home and listen to some Jethro Tull. All right, Thick as okay. a brick, sparrow on the schoolyard wall, uh, him 41, uh, there's just a ton of it. I'll check yeah. them out. Yeah. We'll probably do it on the way back. Oh, yeah. I'll go I'll go buy their vinyl on the way home. <laughs> Loggins and Messina. Never. Oh, Never listen to Angry that. Eyes. Angry Eyes. How's Loggins it go? And... I might know it. Sing it. I'm a terrible singer. Yeah, you got it, though. Just, yeah, hum it. If you... Bet you wish you could cut me down with those angry eyes. Never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like <laughs> saxophone and guitar and all that. What? Oh, man. Maybe we should just talk music. <laughs> yeah, this is this is for Todd now. <laughs> oh man, seventies was just uh, some of the best music ever written. Oh man, see, I, I, I always say I was born in the wrong, or born in the wrong time, or grew up in the wrong time because I you were gonna say it. 
What when well, like what was your generation growing up? I was born in eighty nine. Eighty nine. So yeah. you had like the ninety two thousand, ninety five to two thousand five, roughly. Early two thousands when I really started getting into music. Yeah. Like Mudvayne, early Shine Down, you know, Limp Biscuit. Yeah. yeah. All right, hear me out. What? Backstreet Boys. No. <laughs> No, I mean, I love... I'm, I'm all about bye, bye, bye. Dude, I, love, <laughs> I love early 2000s music and 90s music. That's where it's at for yeah. me. Like, I, yeah. I I can't even pick. I couldn't tell you three favorite bands, but... I couldn't. Yeah. I, I can give you... Rage is probably one of my top you. three. I like yeah. Rage Against the Machine, but, like, I like Stone Sour. I'm going to give you rock bands. I'm not yeah. going to give you metal bands. I'm gonna, Stone Sour, this early 2000s, you know, mm-hmm. and then... um. I'm going to get Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and we'll just leave it at that before I go on. So what do you list. think the metal genre needs in today's age to thrive? Variety. It's all, it all sounds like one band's trying to copy a certain template. With most bands I hear, they all are basically either, either metalcore, deathcore, or just death metal. Or what the new thing right now is hardcore with bands like <clears throat> Knock Loose, uh, See You Space Cowboy, Stick to Your Guns, bands like that. That's like, that's kind of like a new wave of things, but that's yeah. But everybody's of, hopping on that wave. Yeah, Wait, when you talk about the same, when you talk about variety, are you talking about the, all the different subgenres there are now, or variety of a similar type? Variety, like, as in one band does their thing and it gets big for no reason. Like he was saying earlier, you either love it or you hate it. You trying to find the bathroom? Oh, let me. Gosh, Todd. <clears throat> gosh, gosh, growl at him. <laughs> Yeah, that, Look, it's just us on here. What are we gonna talk about? That's why a bunch of bands like um, that's why a bunch of bands don't make it out of the local scene. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I love as much as I love Six and Left to Suffer. Like I, I would name, don't name names. Well, he, he's probably <laughs> now, that the, now that the parents are gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I know. Now. Don't name names. Uh, <laughs> I'm name, talking shit. I name no. names. He's naming names. Naming of names. Bands. <laughs> so <laughs> bands that we like and play with. Yeah, we, what I does like Atlanta metal scene need right now? Anything that's not, you know, part of metalcore or deathcore or hard. Just you know what the Atlanta scene needs? It needs fans that don't leave after the first band that yes, plays. Yes, dude, bands that needs. don't leave as soon as they're set. It's done. not going to grow. If if you got, for example, our band, Yosemite and Black, and let's say Six, for example, okay? There are three different kinds of bands. But say Yosemite opens, and then we're next, and then Six is headlining. Yosemite fans... Probably eight out of ten of them will leave, and that has happened at multiple shows. And if we need our fans, like I, I encourage our fans, even if we're opening or whatever, stay for the rest of the show. You know, I'll stick around for the other bands. Of course, yeah, we out. we stay every single show. Wow. I will stay until the end of the night, help clean up the venue, and leave. Once our set's done, we're like the only band that puts our stuff away, gets in the pit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're the only band that I've seen do that, except for maybe bands like Bento. Who's yeah, Bento Palooza. Y'all know Mirthless? Mirthless, yeah. Um, <laughs> did we, we played with them at one concert. It was Furnace 41's mm-hmm. Metal Festival concert. F- James Keller at Furnace 41, he keeps inviting me over there. Oh, yeah, you should come. Um, you should come to one of ours. We're playing there uh, March 28th. It's two weeks after the Soulfly show. It's a great venue, dude. And oh, I yeah. MC concerts, too, so if y'all ever want to MC, I would, I would love to okay. MC a show. Yeah, okay. I mean, if we could figure something out, you know, like. We we don't know where the band's going because if we say we hypothetically win this metal festival thing, mm-hmm. that's six months. Our lives can change <coughs> drastically. You know, it's it happens in July, so <laughs> so we don't know what's gonna happen. 
in the next six months. Uh, six months and that munch. Um, but um, you and then, forget about me if you win this. Jeremy, fuck you. You're not even wearing anything tight, Donnie. Yeah, I'm wearing you tight. You told Project me you were wearing X. something tight. Project X. Project. I know. I know about your secret. Come on in, Todd. No. Uh, just a soundproof door. That's why no, I, I, I heard you say wear something tight at the end of the last one. I've heard, <coughs> That's what I say at the end of every. I know. So I I researched it so that I could I you're a good figure man. it out. No. Yeah, I'm wearing some tight <laughs> jeans, man. Look at these. My <laughs> legs are coming out of. See, them. I could never pull off the the knee out of the jeans thing. Yeah, yeah. I got some jeans that are like I don't like that. I don't like mega ripped, man. See, back when I was y'all's age, people wore jeans <laughs> like yeah. you know, full <laughs> jeans. Like no one wore like jeans with holes in it or whatever. And now I always ask, did you get a discount on those jeans? Oh yeah, these are my church jeans, my holy jeans, man. <laughs> there was a, there was a. Are thing. y'all religious? No. Oh no. no. Jake isn't. I'm very much not. Chance is a good Christian child. I don't think anybody in the band's actually religious. You know, we gotta put that. Chance on. is, dude. What? Chance, me and Chance. You know, we go to uh, church together uh, every Sunday, that. dude. Do you go to church? Um, I, it's really because of band practice. No, we practice Fridays and Sundays. But I mean, I've gone to the people at my church that my family goes to are really nice. You know, and yeah. they all support. They actually support metal and stuff. They're the pastor at the church I go to is. His Instagram is Pastor Josh Josh Jitsu. Yeah, he does jujitsu. He's a gun owner. He skateboards, and he just posts. Awesome. It's yeah, he's a cool dude. So. Yeah. My mother is very religious, and so when I uh, go to my death metal concerts and all that, I'll be like, "Hey, mom, you want to go see uh, Septic Flesh with me?" It's like, "No, but I'm gonna pray for you, Jackson." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom was not a fan of the music I would listen to in the beginning. She's still not. But she likes it now. She, she's like, she's, go do it, honey. She's you like, got it. She's like, yeah. she's fine. She's fine with it now. Now she's going to a Slipknot concert, I guess. That's cool. Of course, my mom will get on to me about my death metal shows, and I go, Mom, you were on the tour bus with the Almond Brothers in the 70s. Don't don't yeah. act like, you know, you've yeah. been the perfect child all your life. <laughs> they, no, weren't, actually, they weren't drinking water and, yeah. like, you know, eating breath mints on that. No, my, <laughs> um, the first concert I was telling you about, Slipknot, uh, the people who got me into music, they're like, she's like my sister. Her name's Alyssa, mm-hmm. and um, she, her, I've been friends with their family since like third grade, and I'm friends with my fr- like I started being friends with my friend Ethan in third grade, and then progressed into their whole family. And the grandma, her name is Mimi. Everybody calls her Mimi. Yeah. She's a preacher. Like her job is to go around the world, and she like had a TV show and everything. <clears throat> so evangelist. She, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but she took us to our first Slipknot concert. And wow. she spiked her hair up and just sat there, and you got this old preacher lady sitting there watching us. She's like, y'all have fun? Uh, I awesome. love Mimi so I imagine much. she sounds like Marge Simpson for some No, time. definitely <laughs> not. No. Marge Simpson is, Homer, what are you doing? <laughs> no, she's really nice. That's cool. So um, where do y'all, where, besides the Germany thing, where does Tor and Soul want to play next if they can play outside of Georgia? Oh, hmm. Dude, I don't even know. We just want to, honestly, anywhere. We want Where's to get your on dream a, venue? Dream venue? I don't have a dream venue. I just want people to come to our shows, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it could be it could be a crap hole venue. It could be a nice venue. I'd honestly, actually, you know, I'd, I think if we could get a tour eventually one day and be playing at, like, a Marist Bank Amphitheater, that would be amazing yeah. to me. So, oh, this is the thing about getting older. I just had... I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, I hate getting older. My girlfriend goes, you have a gray hair in your hair. I go, fuck. <coughs> Damn it. 
Um, no. <laughs> oh, here he is. So what uh, what makes going to a torn soul show different than going to other concerts here in Atlanta? Uh, that, yeah, what's we, I don't know. Pro- probably the energy that we bring. <clears throat> uh, <throat> usually, I don't know. We do. That's hard. That's a well, hard question. No, it's not youth. I don't even think I ask a really good question. Yeah, but um, I think it is the energy because most concerts that I go to, it's either <laughs> it's either just you know your head banging, or you're doing a little bit of moshing, or then you got the people that are crowd killing that are just like swinging their arms, hitting people. <clears throat> not about that, but yeah. for some reason, at our shows, it's just it feels different. I couldn't explain it unless you're there. It feels different, you know, and. It's kind of the way we want it to be. You know, we want, we just want this big fan base that'll just bring a certain energy, you know? That's what we want. And it's, it's, I don't know. Things are different. You have to be there. Yeah, like, I've noticed we've got a lot of young people that like us, but then we've got the older metalheads that usually wouldn't want anything to do with this new young kids doing stuff. They like us, you know? So it's just like, it's a weird thing that we've got going on but especially with the songs we play live like you've only heard blood oath and misguided because that's the only two songs we've have out and so as soon as we get our new stuff out you'll probably understand it a little bit more <clears throat> we're going to talk about the new music you're working on here mm-hmm. in a little bit but okay, two things two orders of business we got to get to first one what's the valentine's day plans fellas valentine's day plans? Oh, dude, i'm going to see the new sonic movie what are you talking yes, about <laughs> i read a, i read a study that said um number one thing women want for valentine's day is chocolate the uh, thing men want for Valentine's Day is sex. So I did that <laughs> on my show, and I go, well, fellas, here's a pro tip. First one usually leads to the second. <laughs> Jake, it's not a hard formula. Me, me and Jake are actually <laughs> celibate, so everybody in the band is asexual. We all have girlfriends, but we're all asexual. That's so. that's a beautiful thing. Very, very, yeah. very. But no, a lot of guys freak out, and it's like, it's a total agree. It's a very easy formula, how you handle Valentine's Day. Like, it's just like, you know. I honestly, I, I was going to take my girlfriend to see the used, and, um, but I don't know if we're going to be able to. Me and my not. girlfriend are going to that. You're going to that, too? We're going to used. We're I want to meet Fluff. You yeah, know, we're, we're going, uh, Dragged Under, yeah, that we're band. Yeah, go backstage after the show with them. That's and so cool. Yeah. I want to do that. Perks of the of the job. Yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> so my girlfriend hates Valentine's Day, right? She's like, "Don't, we're not doing dinner, we're not doing presents or anything." I go, "All right, let's go to a show." So mm-hmm. we're gonna go to the U's. Yeah, that's, that was my plan too. So maybe I'll see you there. Maybe I won't. It just depends. I hope I do. Yeah, I know. I hope I do too, man. We can take some cute pictures. It, tickets? How much for tickets? Like eighty bucks, though. I don't know. I, I get them for free. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, like they're eighty bucks, and I'm in high school working a part time job. You know, it's a little yeah. rough, but. All the money I use goes on gas and band stuff. Well, if you really want to go, I'll uh, see if I can grab you another pair of tickets. Okay. Huh. We'll figure that out yeah. after the interview here. That's, uh, that's <laughs> the part of my job. Is I, yeah. told, I haven't paid for a concert in I don't know how long. Yeah, I would but, love that. Well, I don't know. Supplements a shitty salary. No, you know, honestly, <laughs> if you have those tickets on you, we should give him tickets for the Soulfly show. You, When's the show? It's March 6th. March 6th, all right. It's Friday evening. I would love to be there. Yeah, it's gonna it'd be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have one ticket. You one now, and one later. Yeah. But the only thing I'm asking is, if you don't go, let us know because we have to pay for those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not there yet. Yeah. And uh, and then the next night after these, I got to intro Tesla uh, at the Buckhead Theater. But mm-hmm. uh, you know who Tesla is? I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah. So 
Yeah, the used. I love these. Like, probably my favorite era of music was early 2000s punk. Oh, really? Yeah, probably my favorite era. I don't know I, why. I've got a soft spot for that kind of stuff, too. But like, you do, too? Yeah. Like that emo. Yeah. Like, emo I saw Vans Warp Tour out in Vegas, and that shit was awesome. We just saw, did you get to the last one that was here? No, no, no I just went to the one in Vegas. We saw Chelsea Grin at the last yeah, one. Yeah, we met Chelsea Grin, actually. Well, I, w I wouldn't say met. We just sort of walked we shook in hands a, with them, and walked, they signed. We so, just I walked mean, in a meet <laughs> and greet line, shook their hands, thank you, and left. What are you talking about? Yeah, we didn't Wait, pay so for a meet and greet. What uh, other jobs do you have outside the band? What do high schoolers do for jobs? Man, I've got <coughs> two jobs right now. I work every Saturday, roughly depending on weather, at a place called Double D Roll-Off. That's where I'm going to work after high school because I'm not going to college. I work full-time there, hopefully. And then um, I work at a restaurant called Catch-22 Bar and Grill. In, it's like middle of Canton. It's in Freehome, Georgia. It's okay. like between Canton and Cumming. Y'all know where Blairsville is? Blair, yeah. That's where I'm from. That's my mm -hmm. hometown. Yeah, I bet it was cold up there yesterday, wasn't it? Well, I mean, I haven't been up there in months, but that's just where my that's where I'm oh, okay. from. That's where I used to. That's yeah. where I grew up. I live in Buckhead now. Oh, so, yeah, that's so. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a condo, a nine story condo in Buckhead. Man. <laughs> yeah, we 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 practice an abandoned house in Cumming, Georgia. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we actually I pay my grandpa a hundred dollars a month to get this abandoned house that is like really rough, but we practice. Oh, in dude, there. What, but here's what I'll give you: you guys are starting so much earlier than I did. Mm. Like my first job in radio was when I was nineteen, but that was just like doing shitty sports play-by-play, -play, and I didn't really make, get serious about my career until I was 25, and then it started hitting from there. Mm. You guys are getting an early start way earlier than most people do. Most people go to college, figure out what they want, take a couple years after college, and then get into what they want. You guys are starting early. You know what you want. You're passionate mm. about it. You're mature, and I really respect you guys Thank for you. that. You I guys are awesome. That. Yeah, our drummer is 16 years old, and he's going to be playing in the masquerade at 16. That's amazing. Yeah. He, his first show, he was 15. You guys have my respect, for real. Well, thank you. Thank I appreciate you, for that. Real. Mutual. Yeah. You're just saying that to butter me up. <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> don't make me cry. No, I listen to you all the time. Do you listen to me? Yeah, I listen so, to you. I, you're so like, sweet. I seriously mean, like, I'm always... He was complaining Yeah, I was like... I wish I could. Metal. I wish I could, man. All right. Let's do it. So we got the Valentine's Day out of the question. Let's do some rapid-fire questions, all right? All right. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, this is Rapid Fire, Johnny from Torn Soul. And uh, the questions are good, but the title is 40 Cute and Funny Questions to Ask a Guy. You yes. have to only yes. answer in screams, though. I'll, I'll do and that. And make for, sure people know. I'll what do you're that saying. for one. Right. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Johnny, what moment sticks out for you as your most embarrassing experience ever? Um, Man, um, I'm going to say most embarrassing experience. <clears throat> I'm going to say first his rock show with Torn Soul when I just stood there and did nothing and played guitar. <laughs> All right, Jay, what would be the one meal you could eat every single day and never get bored oh, of? Fish and chips. I Ugh. love fish and chips. Yeah, like like the like the British style fish and chips. It's so good. Yeah? Yeah. Forever? Or like what, what's your beverage with it? Uh... Scofflaw beer. Scofflaw beer! Sponsor <laughs> of the Scope Podcast! I was just there before here. All right, uh, Donnie, have you ever been caught in your birthday suit accidentally? Nope. You don't live then, man. <laughs> I can name you about a hundred right now. All right, Jake. What is the most hilarious childhood memory you can think of? Uh, probably getting shot in the forehead or shooting my brother in the forehead with a BB gun. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Donnie. Not funny, but cutest animal on the planet. Cutest animal on the planet. My dog Chloe. 
Uh, Jake, can you remember the funniest thing you ever did or said? Oh, I was screaming one more bit in a shopping mall, but that's funny to me. Uh-huh. That's about you guys it. are great at this, by the way. You're really rapid fire. I'm really my respect level is going up. <laughs> Donnie, if you were a server, would you spit any customer's food for being rude to you or someone else you work with? Uh, no. Don't lie. No, I, I actually wouldn't. <laughs> that's I think a about lie. That all Anybody time, would. We've all worked in kitchens and seen nah. that shit. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jake, what would you say to your president if you ran into him randomly? What's going on? <laughs> What's up? I'm not into politics. Hi. <laughs> do you follow <laughs> politics at all? No, not really. I do. Uh, I do. I just don't care. You know, I mean, not that I don't yeah. care. I'm just sort Are of you a like, fan of your current president? Not really. No. But he grabs women by the pussies. Cool guy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> Todd's like, oh! I, shut up. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I have my, I have reasons. Hey, I think Trump's done a lot of great stuff yeah. in the well, economy. I, I, I don't like Our him. economy is one of the best it's been in a long time. <laughs> Only reason why I don't is because he blamed the parking <laughs> shooting on like video games and stuff. It's obviously the truth, dude. Just you wa- play Black Ops 3, dude? All right, this is rapid fire. Uh, Donnie. If you want a trip to go anywhere on Earth, where would you take me? Take you? Oh, yeah. that turned. Um, I would take you to Saudi Arabia and just leave you there. Just because they've got a really nice, it's like a good vacation. I don't know. I'm rapid fire. That's the first thing <laughs> you're, in my right, head, so you're man. taking me to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. And then you're leaving I'm Leaving you in D- Dubai. On, okay, I on got like no like problem. Top that's, of, that's even though Dubai penthouse. isn't in Saudi Arabia, that's yeah. a good job. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know, you man. Know, even I don't know. <laughs> wow, your age really came out there. I, I bet know, when Trump, I bet when Trump tweeted uh, that the Chiefs made the state of Kansas proud, you were like, "Fuck yeah, they did." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I you said rapid fire. It went Saudi Arabia, Dubai, leave you there, and that's but it. Dubai is not in Saudi. Arabia. I don't know where Dubai is, man. Where's Dubai? China, United Arab Emirates. Same thing, dude. Middle oh East. man, oh that was funny. That was a good time. That was a good time. All right, Jake. Uh, can you think of a movie title that best explains your current life? Really? Plus, maybe. <laughs> Probably just. Wow, with a question mark. That's about it. Is that a movie? Is that a movie? You got to name a movie. Oh, a movie. Oh, dude, Star Wars. The Phantom Menace. (laughs) Phantom Menace. Stupid. In what way does the Phantom Menace relate to your life currently? I like Darth Maul. (laughs) That's it. Do you have a Darth Maul in your life? Because this is talking about what your life going on, your current life situation. You can't answer this question. First in the cane of my head, dude. Boss, baby. That's it. I'm going to see what's the Star Wars Phantom Menace. This is, this is going downhill quickly. <laughs> Donnie, what do you feel is the world's biggest problem right now? The world's biggest problem? Probably social media in general. Just, it's good and bad, you know, but I think it's the biggest problem because it's so misleading, really. Like, because somebody could post something completely false, it goes viral, and then people, everybody believes it, you know? So, I'd say that. Not world hunger, man. Nobody's hungry. <coughs> Jake, what is your favorite thing to wear to bed? I have like a, a candy cane PJ thing that I wear. <laughs> a candy cane? Candy cane I wear PJs. Like, I wear like, it's like Christmas PJs because they're warm. You know, you're handsome as hell. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have the candy cane thing. You're a handsome <laughs> fucking dude. So, all right. Uh, Donnie, what would be your preferred superpower? Oh, like good question, man. <laughs> preferred superpower? It'd have to be super smart. 
So I could be like Iron Man, do anything. I'd just be really intelligent. You can do anything if you're smart, so. This is all take a minute to let that sink in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Jay, if money was no object, where would you live? I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> what would yours be? Super strength? Who's the one asking oh, questions so. here, Donnie? <laughs> I don't got to answer these things. <laughs> oh, dude. Probably like someplace in Santa Monica or Colorado. Because it snows in Colorado, and I like Colorado. I like snow. Uh, uh, Colorado. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> I just like snow. You're stupid. Of all, uh, not like Swiss Alps or anything like that, or like you know. Um, I, I don't think big. <laughs> I don't think big. I'm bad about it. All right, smart or happy? Which one's more important to you, Donnie? Happy. Yeah, I'm a. You were just talking about Iron Man, and anybody yeah. smart can do anything. You're really contradicting yourself yeah, right there. Yeah, you. But you, you know, picked I that to contradict myself, didn't you? Make me, you're trying to make me look dumb, man. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. All right, Jake, would you rather ask permission with the risk of someone saying no or beg forgiveness later? You probably beg forgiveness yeah. later, dude. No, he's, I, he's I ask. Tight I, I, he, he likes to ask permission, but then he tries to twist the shit around. Yeah. That's about right. All right, uh, since your dad's here, going, staying with you, Jake. Name the coolest place you went with your parents and what you did. Oh, dude, we good. Disney World, huh? No. My mom broke my arm on a snow slope once, and that was probably the coolest thing that happened. Nah, I'm. <coughs> my mom broke my arm. On Where a, at? On a, on a, Where at? It's hardcore. North Carolina, I think, no, or North New York. Carolina. It was in New York. Okay, what's the most important thing your dad's ever taught you? Uh, yeah. 100% just to stay in your lane, be happy with what you have, and to appreciate things. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> all right, Donnie, right, you get the next three. Uh, what do you feel is the cutest part about yourself, physically and mentally? Can I <laughs> yeah. Sure, can can I Jake answer? Yeah, can I answer? Let's see what Jake <laughs> thinks about What's the answer? Dude, you got some nice-ass eyes. You do. All right. <laughs> I've been eye-fucking you this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I rubbed one out four times. All right, I'm out. <laughs> um, what else, Jig? That's about it. What's oh. mentally cute about me? Mentally. Oh, I'd say I, I stick up for my friends, even if it's against my own friends. Yeah. Uh, I stick up for us being, like, for example, the band. <clears throat> I will stick up if somebody else is mad at somebody. I will stick up for that person. As to just make sure everybody is a whole. It's not, you can't be mad at other people. But, And then, I guess the last third thing would be uh, probably my, the lower part of my chin. <laughs> underneath, just like the skin. Yeah, you right got a real here. Tom Brady thing going on right there. I don't know who Tom Brady is. He's a football player. You know who Tom right? Brady is? <laughs> they don't watch sports. Football player, right? Yeah, we're a, we're a music group. We don't. My first words. five years in radio were spent as a sports broadcaster. Uh, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. I don't know. Tom Brady's. I don't know the names. Either Falcons or Patriots, right? Get the fuck out of my stomach. <laughs> right. One of the Patriots. Two. Yeah. Patriots. Okay. Yeah. One of my one of my very good friends played for the Patriots. So yeah, I'm a Patriots fan by default. I used to be a Patriots fan because I had a foam football that said the Patriots on it. All right. So Jake, I feel like this is gonna be the same answer from a previous one about your parents. What was the funniest way that you have been injured? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you running naked? 
Uh, oh, I Jake was, was uh, naked. I, I was uh, my mom. Okay, with my mom again. I was running down our hallway. Uh, she held her arm out to hug me. Hit her arm, landed on the ground. Got a concussion. Jesus, wow. stupid man. All right, Donnie. If your life was a movie, what songs would be on the soundtrack? Oh, um, it would be Even Flow in the beginning by Pearl Jam, and then it would be somewhere but in the middle. I'd probably put, um. Rose Red Violent Blue by Stone Sour. The song is dumb and so am I. And then towards the end, it would probably be People Equal Shit by Slipknot. Do you prefer Corey Taylor and Slipknot or Stone Sour? I just love Corey Taylor. It doesn't matter. I love both of them. Have you ever met Corey Taylor? No, I've been waiting for the chance to meet him. Dude, I've been waiting for the chance. He's literally like the one person that I want to meet. Like He's awesome. I know. My friend, Alyssa, the guy, the girl I was telling you that got me into music huh. she met him and it's so funny because she's short but she he was like that much taller than her and I'm like I cannot wait to meet Corey Taylor one day because I'm gonna be like dude what's up and just like I'm, I'm gonna give him a hug man I don't care what he says I'm gonna well, give how him a tall hug. are you I'm 5'11 how tall is he he's five, like 5'6 five, five, dude what yes yeah. no way yeah he looks huge on stage he looks like yeah. a like a- he's gotta be like 5'6 five, 5'7 I can't wait to meet him. I, I want to meet everybody in Slipknot, but I'm I'm around like right below six two, so I meet a lot of musicians that uh, uh I'm like uh wow he's a lot shorter. He's five than seven. That's what he is. Five seven. Wasn't Joey Jordanson like five three? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's in, that's insane. All right, what's your favorite catchphrase to use? Not gonna lie, wasn't expecting that one. I've been saying that for like three days straight. It's not even funny. Yeah. It's horrible. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Not gonna uh, lie, I wasn't oh. expecting that one. Yeah, not gonna lie, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that one. That's it's not even funny. It's not even a catchphrase, dude. It's what I it's just what I've been saying. Yeah. Catchphrase. What up, B? That's it. What up, B? What up, B? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. What, what's up? I guess. Say that to my girlfriend. Is all it the time. like bitch? Like what's up, bitch? <laughs> no, I say what up, B? What is B for? Little mama. That's why I call my girlfriend all the time, dude. She hates it. I call my girlfriend Little Mama. She probably slapped me. <laughs> it's funny, dude. You're like, go over there, Little Mama. She loves it, dude. Now, are y'all respectful to your girlfriends? Oh, yeah. I just left my girlfriend's house, like, on the way here, so. You trying to make this a sexual podcast no, here, Donnie? No, I, I, I'm <laughs> very respectful to my girlfriend. I love my girlfriend. I dated oh, you her. love all, her? Yeah. Oh. I dated her all throughout middle school, and <clears throat> I've been dating for, like, a year now. I bet, because we broke up in eighth grade because I moved away and I couldn't have a relationship. You do know that middle school and high school relationships, like, I'm sure you love your current ones. Maybe it's the one, but I, I think me and Todd, Todd, you're not married to your high school sweetheart, are you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why not, Todd? Um, I can say, I think, I can, I know I can say my high school and my college sweethearts did not end up being my sweethearts. Yeah. <laughs> it's just growing pains. But, you know, you got life to live. You got, you know, you'll learn, you'll live. Let's see. What is it? I'm going to ask one more question. One more, and then we're done. What's a good one? No, all right. I want to ask a couple more. If you both were a DJ, what would your DJ's names be? Triple Pain. Uh, DJ TD. Like T I D D I. Do you know what I go by on the radio? I just had a brain fart. No, I'm seriously, I lost memory. Hold up. <laughs> it's a trick question. I don't know. Let's it's go with Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah, I know, because you're like, it's Jackson Eaton here. I've never said Eaton. 
You say it Jackson. in the ads in, when you're talking about the, the Scope podcast. You're like, Jackson Heaton, do the Scope podcast. Yeah, that all the time. You must be having a brain fart because I've never talked about the podcast on the air. You, I've heard the ads through the commercials. It's not, you don't talk about it. Homebrew. Homebrew, yes. Yeah, Homebrew. Yeah. Homebrew, and then you talk about this. I've heard the Scope podcast. I promise you I have. <laughs> I listen. I I'm do. talking about the radio show, not the podcast. I know, but I, I've heard you talk about the podcast. I'm telling you, man. I It's just in my head. I know your commercials, <laughs> dude. I know it. I'm going to go back and listen to it, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to... He's getting himself in a hole right yeah. now. It's fine. It's fine. No. I, I know you talk about homebrew. No. Homebrew. Donnie, there's nothing but love here, brother. There's nothing <laughs> but love here. Nothing but love. Um, which movie do they need to do a sequel to, both of y'all? Oh. Boss Baby? No, not Boss Baby. I'm trying to think. I don't watch Boss I don't, um, I don't watch a lot of movies. Which movie do they need to do a sequel to? I must say... Dude. Oh, they already did one. I was going to say Nemo. Nemo, yeah. I don't even know. Say movies. Shrek. Again, they need a new Shrek. So a fourth one? Yep. I'm, I'm, sixth one. They need to make it up to sixth. They need to do another Fast and the Furious movie. I don't think so, dude. <laughs> no, they don't. They do not. <laughs> so what's say. this new album y'all are working on? There's new no music. name for it. It's, but, no um, name. it's not named yet because we're waiting till every song is done and complete. Every did. But we do plan on releasing Detest, a song. It's a single. We're going to release it with a music video within the next month, month and a half, before the Soulfly show, hopefully. Now, I know a lot of bands that they write songs that never make the album, mm -hmm. or they write stuff. So is that kind of like y'all? Have y'all written yeah. stuff that oh, you'll never put on the album? 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. Lots of songs, man. I have like five or six that are never going to make it on anything we do. It's vaulted for life, basically. Yeah, I, I've got... Dude, I've got so many files on my computer of just... How, how often would you say you write? I write... I yeah, every night, dude. I write, like, my own stuff just for fun about every night. Yeah, I, yeah. I play every night after I get off work, you know. But I write probably two songs <clears throat> a week. Wow. Just vault it until I show, show them something and we work with it. Mm -hmm. What do you take inspiration for your writing? It, I honestly couldn't tell you. Every... Everything. Every yeah. About every genre you can think of we have a bit of which mm -hmm. is cool. cool. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. There's a bit of like just black metal, death metal, like new metal influences and stuff like that. There's been songs that have been complete rip offs of some artists yeah. and we just scrapped it. Because I was like, That's not gonna work, man. We're not gonna sound good when we release that, you know. Either it was intentional or we just didn't realize Yeah, we didn't realize I always it. say people that aren't in the entertainment business, whether it's music, acting or what I do, radio People that aren't in the enter entertainment business can't really comprehend what it's like when you're when you have that creative mind constantly going. Mm -hmm. Like you're constantly writing songs, and you're constantly thinking about writing songs, or how you could make your next writing process sound better. What guitar riffs you could add to a song to make it better, or what could you could do the next time you write. You on the vocals and the overall sound, because I feel like the vocalist and the leader of a band control not controls, but thinks about the overall sound of how their band is playing. That's what him and I, yeah. that's what him and I do. It's like, I called him one night and I was just, hey, we need to do, we need to kind of sound like that. And mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, it was, we, We've got a, we've got a goal for what the, we want the band to sound like as a whole. There are times when, I'm not going to say certain members, but like every member, like I've done it, he's done it. We've been like on the kick of, hey, let's, oh, I love deathcore, you know, let's make some deathcore sounding stuff. Then we're like, no. That's not what we're going to sound like. We've got to 
big picture, you know. So, me and Jake, right, like, we we get down, like, at least every two weeks or so, we'll get on a call and sit down and write together, whether it be lyrics, songs, anything, you know. We just sit there and write. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll go to, I'll play guitar when I get, I get off work around 10, get home at, like, 10.30, play guitar from, like, 10.30 to 12, lay down in bed, be in bed for, like, an hour, wake up and play guitar because I've got yeah. something on my mind, and then wake up in the morning, play guitar before I go to school, and then go. <laughs> there have been times where I'm in bed, and I just th- I think of something, and I pull up my phone and, like, hum into it. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to forget this riff or whatever, so I'm yeah. hum into it, write it tomorrow, and see what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's been times I've done the same thing, but then I end up getting up and going on my computer and spending three and a half hours doing that. And then mm. next thing I know, I can't wake up for school. So the yeah. same thing I'll do. I'll come across like a story, um, like a popular story or something. I'll be like, how do I make this Jackson? How would Jackson, you know, deliver this on the air? And that's that creative process that an entertainer goes through that I think, you know, once you get that bug, you just can't get rid of it. Mm. You know, I'm constantly thinking about how to make my radio show, show better, how to make the podcast better. And I took a break last year for three months because I I took I did three months of sobriety. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah which was amazing. Because I mean, you you reached out to us right before that, and then that was going on. So I guess you just was. Do, you I was just really that. focusing yeah. on myself. And That's what I was telling them before we came here. Because I was like, because he was asking what happened, and I remembered that you took that three month sobriety thing, yeah. and I was like, okay, I was I was following your Instagram stories and stuff. Oh, That's thank you. Cool. I see you watching, brother. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, I constantly think about what I want to do with the podcast, and, you know, I want it to be the Atlanta thing, and it is. For the Mm -hmm. Atlanta rock scene, it is the go-to podcast, and, you know, I have such a passion for doing this, and, you know, when I got my own show on rock, I was like, all right, how do I make myself different? And then I was looking at the bands here in Atlanta, and I was like, no one's covering this. Mm -hmm. There are radio stations like 99X that would play the song, and that's one of our stations. I love 99X. But they would play the song late on a Sunday night, and I'd be like, that's all they're getting. That's all the bands are getting here in Atlanta is a little weekend airtime. You know, no one's getting to know the bands. No one's getting to know their personalities, laughing with them. Like, you know, when when they're old enough, no one's drinking with them. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, (laughs) and so that's why I have a huge passion for doing this. And it's branched out to the acting scene here in Atlanta, the stand-up comedy, but I'll always keep at the core of it as... um, uh, Atlanta music, like rock mm-hmm. and roll and metal. So what you guys are doing is what I'm so proud to the platform that I do have as a radio personality in the city. And, but I have my radio personality side, but then has there have been bands that have come in here and be like, Oh, I was nervous to come, you know, talking yeah. to the podcast. I go, this has nothing to do with me as the radio guy. This is just friends shooting mm-hmm. the shit. This is just us getting to know each other and, you know, the people of Atlanta getting to know you. So yeah. when they come see you play, they're like, oh, man, I saw, you know, Donnie and Jake cracking up on the mm-hmm. podcast. This is cool. Yeah, one of the, what I think about it is I'm, I love this because I'm going to look back on this in like 10 years. Yeah. And it's just going to be like, <clears throat> say, say we make it, say we don't, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to look back on this. And if we're in contact by that time, I'm be like, yo, you remember this? Or if not, that'll be like, Shit, I gotta reach out to this guy, you know. Yeah. So that's why that's how I look at it. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm excited for making memories, you know. Yeah. That's why I got this tattoo. Whether it's good or bad memories, yeah. it's memories that I've made yeah. with this band. So. And when I got my big break in radio, and I was, you know, this is the number eight radio market in the country, mm-hmm. you know, eighth largest. So I was like, I want to make a difference. I want to connect with these people. 
Yeah, actually, remind me to tell Jake. Um, you want to come on the back on the podcast for the acting scene? <laughs> no, remind me. Have there's me. a commercial. It's a um. What's oh, uh, now? No, I'm telling no, him. No, I'm telling it. It's okay. my. It's a. It's a commercial for the uh, the 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 Ark Museum, like in the Ark. Was, like in like Kentucky or whatever. Yeah. It, so, he's like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna pull it up for you, Jackson, because oh this is God. the funniest oh, thing, dude. It's so like it's. No, I got it. Tell you. It's so bad. It's so 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 bad. Before anyone plays anything, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Before all right, I have I have there's one. I'm a horrible singer, and I, people listen to the podcast all the time. This is downloaded in 36 countries. Uh the podcast is downloaded in 36 mm-hmm. countries. So people are I'm sure are tired of hearing this, but I want to play you the one clip of um, audio that is. Of Jackson Heaton singing. You oh. ready? I'm ready. We are ready. Oh, hi. I'm that guy. Built so fly in the soap boat. I don't know why I'm built so fly, but I am no lie. I heard this. City on the peg, shell toast puffy. Cuff rolled up to my cat, class off the ass, bad, but swag like Buffy. Gotta be the one about the bullet. I'm a sinner, but I could have been about a man. Even though I'm but I go sipping on some medicine instead of about a man. I heard this on the Steve McGarver one. Because I never got a call. I mean, it's all figured out. I'm sick of doubt, but I'm looking at the wall. You're actually, you can rap fast too, which is crazy. I get that I'm about to become a bit of an oddity. When somebody gets offended about a thought of me, who's he? You gotta be kidding me. Do me like Gabrielle Stippy. If you see me with the chicken bee, no diggity. It'll be giggity, 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 giggity. You got to sit like a letter from above with a woman that I love. Uh, cause I get it like I live. But if my baby goes gay, I'll say, you go gay, baby. <laughs> Work that bib. Work that kid. Scribbly, flip that car. I don't want to Jesus piece. I just want to reach Jesus piece and a Kit Kat bar. I want everybody focusing on getting me to let them in to kick it from the better men of innocent Americans who never want to settle for the pop or not because my bedroom rocks and the beat so Yeah, that's great. I got those lyrics offline and I was like, bam. Yeah, you can you can rap this? actually really fast. I, I heard that on the last one. I was like, Jesus, he can actually spit. Yeah, if I actually learned how to sing, it'd be you know, maybe I could do it, something man. with it. Just auto-tune, man. That's all you need. But that's the one <laughs> Thing in the world that exists of Jackson Heaton singing. I want more of it. I want more of it. <laughs> uh, maybe I should make a make a. You know, I always had a thing. I would tell bands like, you know, I'm a I'm, I'm a session triangle player. If you want a little sauce, that yeah, you know that to that record, it's in the background. Beep. I, we, me and my me and the bassist were gonna make a joke band, and my girlfriend was like, I want to I want to play triangle in it. If we don't, that band's not happening. Like, okay. okay. We want to show you this commercial that Jake's in. Well, yes, I want please. to show you the commercial. Yeah, let me hold it. Yeah. I was like an extra 90% of the things, though. What are you talking about? I I played like like a... Uh, it was like a backflash kind of thing. And I was just... I was like the character... The the younger character? Yeah, I was the younger version of a character. I don't know. I don't know who. They didn't tell me. All right. Y'all got one minute to plug whatever you want right now. One minute to plug. Okay. Go. So... We got a show next weekend at Purgatory at the Masquerade. It's the Wacken Battle of the Bands. Come out. Tickets are $12. You can message us for tickets. And then we've got um, we've got a show on March 6th with Soulfly and Toxic Holocaust. It's at Hell at the Masquerade. Tickets are $20. Again, reach out to us for that. We got new merch coming. and Our website is TornSoul.com. Anything that you guys want to see from us is on there. Yes. All right. Jake. Donnie, 
Todd, the manager from Torn Soul. Thank y'all. <laughs> Sorry. Thank y'all so much for uh, being a part of my crazy world. Thank you. But next time you come on the podcast, you got to do one thing for me. Wear something tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. You can cut that out. You can cut that out. I'm sorry, bro. I ruined it.